0: Welcome back to The Unfiltered Human, where we talk about all the human phenomena you've always wondered about. We're your hosts,
1: Ms. Bahawk
0: and Megan Caden.
1: Hang out with us today while we hypothesize, learn, and explore the world of relationships and connection. You can join the conversation with a question, comment, or topic suggestion by heading over to theunfilteredhuman.com. Hit the sidebar and leave us a voice message.
0: And of course remember your money and time are best spent investing in yourself. But this one's on us. Grab our free mini course from The Art and Science of Connection at the unfilteredhuman.com/gift.
1: The question that I would love to dig into today is this idea of you know why do I find it hard to connect with people or why do I feel disconnected when it comes to people? You know, am I normal? Like that thought process. I know that's something for me I've for sure struggled with for quite a bit. Um, and it's for sure gotten easier, you know, over the years. Mm-hmm. But I still find myself in situations where that happens. You know, like um, an example is just like, okay, w- there. We, I'm sure I can identify days where I've walked into the gym where I work and with clients that are there with coworkers that are there, I just feel like I'm flowing, you know, like I'm super connected, super like just, yeah, e- easy going that day. It feels good. But how come it doesn't feel like that every single day? You know, like there are certainly days where I'll walk in and I'm just like, oh, I just feel frazzled or I have a lot on my mind or I'm just finding it hard to like, yeah, just I, I, it, the other person on the other end may not be able to pick up on that. But I certainly pick up on it where I'm like, I I just don't feel like 100% like I'm connecting with this person right now or these people.
0: Right. Do you ever have those days? Tell me if if other people experience this. There's certain days where I feel like um, I could be in any environment, like walking through the grocery store or like getting gas or anywhere, and I feel like there's more openness or attention from other people to connect with me. Yeah. And I swear, it's it's not other people. It's not like, you know, there's some cosmic thing going on where, like, everyone's open to connecting with me. Right. There's something I'm putting out there. But then other days, that's just not there at all. Right. And other days, I've, I feel like I can't even... Get words out clearly sometimes.
1: Yeah. Like, an example. Oh, yeah, yeah. An example is like you walk into a coffee shop and you can just have like this conversation with the person in the line or, mm-hmm. you know, the barista that day. And it's just totally like, this is normal. And some days you're just like, crickets you know it's like right. I don't have anything to say right now
0: totally my friend Dylan Dylan if you're listening you're gonna love this we have been talking about this concept for years because we will say to each other like oh today was a day that like everyone liked me today
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and, <laughs> and we've been I mean, we were talking about this like probably since like 1999 wow this is like <laughs> this is a thing it's like an energetic shift that happens yeah yeah
1: what is it I, what I don't is,
0: what is it is it hormonal? Is it, I mean, one thought I have had is that it's hormonal. And I, I noticed that like, I think it's, it's like before in the couple days, like before my period, I can't talk very well. And I do think there is something that is different in my brain those days. I noticed this a lot when I was pregnant and they talk about like pregnancy brain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um which is all hormonal. Got it. So that's what makes you think that there is something hormonal about this? Yeah. But that obviously doesn't just affect women. It affects
1: men also. Right.
0: So yeah, um, I wonder if it's if it's like the same same kind of thing for you if there's like some sort of cycle.
1: Yeah. I I'm sure there is. Um I'm I'm wondering if it also relates back to like just basic things like are you hydrated? Did you get enough mm-hmm. sleep? Like that type of stuff. Yeah. Um but there's something to be said about that too or like there's times where on a low amount of sleep or just yeah, like disregard for the basic lifestyle type of guidelines. Mm-hmm. And I still feel like on point the next day, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I can roll with it and right. things just feel like good. Yeah. Um, and then there's other days where everything else might be on point, but I still feel disconnected. So I don't know if it yeah. could be hundred percent put on just like, okay, are your basics kind of checked off? Yeah. It probably does go a little bit beyond that. Yeah. Um, and, and I can totally see it being like a hormonal thing, like, cause some of, some of these basic like guidelines affect your hormones, right? Like mm-hmm. how much sleep you're getting? Is right. it chronic? Um, you know, are you drinking enough water? Are you dehydrated? Like I'm sure all of that is, has something to do with your hormones as well. So yeah. I don't know. Um, it's an interesting like thought to follow though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so on another tack, I, I, I do think part of it is also um, how connected you are to yourself. So, you know, I know that if I'm the more connected I am to how i 'm doing how i 'm feeling, the more capable I am of connecting with other people and really tuning into what might be happening in a dynamic so i, I for me that 's definitely part of it, and then anxiety going back to anxiety I know that that 's always part of it for me if i 'm in a situation where i 'm anxious um, sometimes it 's really hard for me to even have a conversation yeah i 'm like very very anxious
1: yeah oh for sure i 'm like that too where you know, I started going to a stand-up comedy class and um, I would consider myself a somewhat talkative type of person, mm-hmm. but there are certainly situations where I would, you know, I'm pretty quiet and I would, uh, I may be perceived as more of an introvert in that sense. And that was one of them where it was just like, it was a totally new type of experience for me and I was just not doing much talking. It was more listening than anything. Yeah. Um, I can also recall a time where, you know, I moved, uh, when I moved to San Diego for a little bit mm-hmm. and I was in this, like, you know, this gym that was, a, uh, you know, in my mind, a very, like, very popular place, a place that I had dreamed of kind of being in. There were a lot more people there. And I thought of myself as pretty easy to connect with people and stuff. And for a long period of time, I felt very disconnected. Mm-hmm. It was just like, whoa, like, yeah, like nobody wants to talk to me or I just feel like I I feel awkward when I'm having these conversations and like just basic stuff like saying hi to people, like remembering names, all that became really hard.
0: Yeah, it makes me think of the reason that we started this particular podcast. I know the one of the things that we talked about was wanting to talk about things that don't get talked about and wanting to to give language to stuff that people might be thinking or even sharing with their close people but not really talking about openly publicly Mm -hmm. and in in some ways i feel like that that is part of what can get in the way when you're not able to connect you or you know anybody me um the that there's something that's not being said there's something either internally that you're feeling that's not being said out loud even maybe even to yourself or there's something in the dynamic with the person that's not being said
1: I mean, I don't think
0: that's the case in every situation, but I think sometimes there's like there's some elephant in the room that's kind of taking up space in your brain that's keeping you from actually um, freeing yourself up to just connect. Do you relate to that?
1: Yeah. Um, But I'm trying to think of more like how do you... When have I acknowledged that and did it feel different
0: when Mm. I did?
1: You know, Mm. when it was like for me, okay, I'm feeling pretty anxious right now or I'm feeling pretty scared or uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and did that kind of help me ease into it a little bit more um and the other situation I'm thinking of is that where uh, there's an elephant in the room between the two people yeah like have I acknowledged something like that before and I don't know if something is coming to mind right now like when I've used that Mm -hmm. but you might be right it's like one of those two things like in that situation where I moved into, you know, moved to San Diego for a while, I don't think I really admitted to myself that I was pretty scared (laughs) or like super anxious. Um, I may have acknowledged it a little bit, but it was still like, no, like I'm fine or I should feel fine. Like what, what in the world happened in the last like two weeks that, Right. You know, I'm not feeling fine anymore.
0: Or even I should be so grateful that I'm here. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. That was actually a thought of mine. because I'm like, it? Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I made it like, this was like a dream when I first got started in the fitness industry to be like, like it was just not even in my thoughts that I would make it to this place, Yeah, you know? And now that I was here, it was like, whoa, it's like, this is something I totally should be grateful for. Like I'm around these people and, all this stuff, but at the same time, it was like, I do not feel, I feel like the opposite of how I thought I would feel. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) That's just, going back to that other conversation about gratitude, that's just a case in point about how that pressure to feel grateful can get in the way of actually letting yourself feel the fear or letting yourself feel the other feelings that you're feeling. Yeah. I just use feeling a lot in one phrase.
1: (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is all about feelings.
0: (laughs) Um. I was thinking about the example of, um, this has come up, actually this comes up quite a bit in my relationship with Marcus, where if there's something that's like, some topic that I know I want to talk about with him or that like we've had kind of on the, on the table to talk about but have to get back to, if there's something that's like really kind of pressing in my mind, like, oh, I really want to talk about this with him or like this is something that, like a sticking point it's, where I, I know it might be a hard conversation, if it's a time when, you know, if maybe it's not the right time to talk about it, um, if it's a strong enough feeling in me to kind of distract me from just like being normal or being, you know, engaged with him, that's in the way of me connecting with him. So if I yeah. can just acknowledge, you know... It's distracting me or it's kind of on my mind that we need to talk about this other topic. I know now is not a good time, but I just want to say it out loud. Like it's kind of on my mind right now. That helps me get that out of the way so that I can just connect with him on whatever level we want to be connecting on that time and then we'll come back to it later. Mm. So that's just the, an example for me of when naming an elephant in the room or sort of in my own mind helps me to actually connect the way that I want to in that moment.
1: Wow, I really like that. Yeah? Yeah, um, how do you or what have you noticed in um like the response of the other the person on the other end you know whether it's Marcus or somebody else mm-hmm. but is is it um how do they perceive it when you are able to do that with yourself like kind of being vulnerable and being like you know what i'm i'm kind of distracted because of x and y now is not a good time but you know i just want to i just wanted to kind of say what i was thinking there yeah. um, how does the person on the other end typically perceive that?
0: Almost always it goes well. Because if I, nine times out of 10, if I am distracted by something or perceiving something, most of the time the other person is as well. Even if it may not be as big in their minds as it is in mine, or it may not be distracting them the same way that it is me. um, It's present in the, in the dynamic and it almost always goes well. And uh, that kind of transparency in relationships, I feel like, is such a, um, it's such a trust builder. It's like it just builds this sense of belief that the person that I'm in relationship with is going to say what's real, say what's true. I feel like that kind of appeals to all of our sense of, um, like, feeling settled. Yeah. Knowing that, like, the person that I'm in relationship with is going to say what's true.
1: For sure. How about when it comes to yourself, you know, when you are acknowledging it to yourself? What's your experience with that?
0: You know, I think it's actually the same. Oh, God, I wish I remembered the name of the brain structure, actually what's happening in the brain. There is something that is happening in the brain when there's a, like a moment of click of like, oh, yeah, that's really true. Or like, oh, I just said something that feels really right or really accurate about me that there's something that actually happens in our brain that gives us that feeling of something clicking. Do you, relate to, do you know what I'm talking about when I say yeah. like that feeling of something clicking? There's something that's happening in the brain when that happens, and I think that happens interpersonally as well. It happens intrapersonally inside us, but it also happens between...
1: I can totally relate with that. Yeah. Like I, that's kind of the entire, I mean, with uh, the Airborne Mind Show, uh-huh. that was my thing from the very beginning was I want to give uh, light bulb moments for people yes. or spark curiosity for people. Like an aha. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, because I know what that's like for me. It happened, I mean, it happened while we were talking now and it's happened, I think it happens on a daily basis, mm-hmm. but when it does, it's like, it's a good feeling. It's like a rush of, oh, wow. Like this makes sense. Totally. Um, what just, so, did
0: it just happen now say yeah. what just happened now let's meta process this
1: yeah I mean what just happened now was me <laughs> kind of that that concept being validated a little more uh-huh. you know right for a very long time I thought about that where I'm like oh I want to give this to people like I want people to have aha moments mm-hmm. but I felt like nobody got it you know like nobody was like getting what I was trying to get at i just felt like how did i just make this thing up in my head does it make any sense yeah um and then over time it's like i started noticing people having those moments yeah. and then reaching out sharing it or whatever and then that validated a little bit more mm-hmm. but i think it's a little more validating to hear you also say that oh that's like that's the thing
0: it's a thing <laughs> yeah. yeah my guess i don't know this for sure um, this guess is purely based on how it feels for me but i think it's a dopamine hit. I think there's, yeah. some, there's some dopamine hit that we get, even if it's really small, um, which is the same. So heroin works on dopamine receptors. So, yeah. so it's the same kind of feeling, just like a little microcosm of that that like good rush of energy.
1: Yeah. So you're saying that when you acknowledge your uh, own feelings or the elephant in the room to yourself, mm-hmm. that we can reach that we can experience that oh that click that light bulb moment
0: yeah I think so I mean I think sometimes if we're feel if we're feeling something but haven't really given it language even to ourselves and then we take a moment to say like oh yeah I'm really feeling that there's like a yeah that feels good to be able to acknowledge it to myself I think that moment of it feeling good is a little dopamine hit That's my theory. Let's put it out there on the record that that's my theory. Okay.
1: No, I like that. I mean, that's something I think I'm going to try to think about a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I I may, since we've talked about like labeling emotions and that concept, I've definitely been more aware of it and trying to do it more. But like you said, it's like giving it more language sometimes. Like the more language you can give it to yourself, sometimes it, it may help. Um, diffuse the anxiety a little bit, it may cause one of those uh, aha moments to happen.
0: Yeah, maybe that can be the action item is to see if you can notice, let's say, three to five aha moments or moments of like, yeah, that feels really right. See if you can notice what we think is a dopamine hit. Yeah. Three to five this
1: week. Three to five. And I think that uh, with yourself... And then also keep an eye out for when it happens with other people, mm, like mm-hmm. in your interactions with day-to-day people. Because mm-hmm. I can think of times where I'll walk away from conversations like, wow, that was a great conversation. Like yeah. I feel it's connected to that person. I feel like I got something out of it. They got something out of it. It was like, it was just great. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think, yeah, keeping an eye out for both of those with yourself and then with other people.
0: Mm-hmm. Great, I like it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next time.
1: You've wild away another episode of the Unfiltered Human, and we are simply thrilled. Hang out with us again next week. Don't
0: forget to join the conversation by sending your questions and comments to connect at theunfilteredhuman.com, and of course, grab our free mini course to get a preview from the art and science of connection at theunfilteredhuman.com/gift.
1: We sure love spending this time with you. Leave a review on iTunes to keep more scintillating episodes coming your way. If you want to have a chance to get your question featured on the show, please head over to theunfilteredhuman.com, hit the sidebar, and leave us a voice message.